At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line, as we welcome you in on this Thursday, hope you're doing well. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there at his office in Jersey. Hide your routing number and your account number for the next two hours because I might be stealing some cash from you, buddy. How are you? Why? What did I do now? Did you see what happened with Ant- your buddy Antonio Brown? And yes, he is your buddy. He uh, he is now exposing the one guy that brought him to Tampa, Tom Brady and Alex Guerrero, his trainer. He put on blast on Twitter because he asked for money back from the trainer. He put on blast his routing number and his account number. That's a no-no. <laughs> and, and remember, Brady was the guy that had his back. You know what a great guy Brady is when it comes to that type of stuff. It's a wild scene, man. Yeah, and I think, you know, on a serious note, I think everything Antonio Brown has done since he left that field in the Meadowlands is screaming for help. Help, that's you right. You know, he, he needs help. And, you know, for any team to bring him in or even discuss bringing him in without clarifying that, I think it's a huge mistake. And I think it's, it's just really uh, a sad commentary on when somebody's crying for help that we don't bring it to him. Now, obviously, he doesn't think he needs it, but – it's pretty clear he does. I, I totally agree. Well, just uh, as an aside, and we've got more drama, which we'll get into. This was breaking right before we started the show. Looks like there's some strife with Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski. I want to get your opinion on that. However, as we approach week 18, I thought the daily newsletter today, VEASAN.com, did a great job with Mackinnon, who does an awesome job editing it. I thought they did a great job highlighting just the pitfalls and the dangers, Michael, of betting week 18. You know, our, our buddy Matt Santos came, for, came with the first half lines that's something to look at this week as we approach week 18 starters start to get ripped at halftime yeah I think it's the hardest week and I can honestly say you, you can tell Stephen Bond I know I just saw him there doing the other show that he's not I don't have any lines this week because I don't know how to handicap this week I really don't because I'm trying to track who's playing for example Lamar Jackson's not going to play for Baltimore I mean, we know that. We've been saying that now on this program for the last, since he's been hurt, that it was longer than a one-week right. injury. But he's not going to play. There's no chance he's playing, so that means Huntley's playing. Are they still a five-and-a-half-point favorite better than Pittsburgh? Who, you know, we haven't talked since Ben's performance on Monday night. But, you know, if that was, if Mike Tomlin should get coach of the year for having that bad of an offense and quarterback, coaching a player who can't play any longer, and still winning eight games. You know, it's somewhat remarkable. I think Phil Jackson, 
at his time with the Lakers. He left a year before Kobe because he really didn't want to coach Kobe at the end of his career. It's hard. Tomlin's won eight games coaching a player whose career's over with, and yet he's still able to win. I think it's somewhat remarkable. But as we get into this weekend, it's just there's so many variables. I, I, I think you can only focus on the games that truly matter. But then when I say that, <laughs> like let's take, the, let, let's take the Chiefs. Let's take the Chiefs and the Broncos. Yep. We know the Chiefs are not a great covering machine. You know, the line is, the line is what, what is it now? It's 10. I don't, it's 10 and a half, between 10 and a half and 10, right? Mm-hmm. You can get some 10 and a halfs out there. Do you think the Chiefs, once they get a 10, 12-point lead, 20-point lead in the third, are they going to pull back and let the, let the, the backdoor cover happen? This is what worries me more than anything. I would say, look, take the Chiefs, lay the 10. There's no way Drew Locke could score 10 points, let alone cover this number. However, what happens on the backdoor cover? The Chiefs have won 12 straight against the Broncos. Mahomes 8-0 straight up, 6-2 and ATS. But you're 100% right because now the Chiefs losing to the Bengals dropped them to 2 in the AFC, Michael. But here's the deal. So they add a playoff game. They lose a week of rest if the Titans simply beat the Texans, right? But they can still, if the Texans, Titans, excuse me, were to lose, they can still jump up. So there's something to play for. Also, losing to Denver could drop them to 3 or 4. So there are, it, you know, that's nominal. But there are things for the Chiefs to play for here and you see it motive you see it inherently in the number with Denver looking to Cancun and Denver you know with Bridgewater's on IR we know it's lock it's either lock whose propensity to get injured is fairly significant and that leads you then to Brett Rippon and we know their corner situation Sertan's not going to play in this game so they're right. kind of beat up on defense as well so it's it, it, it looks too easy that, that line should be moving in another direction. 99% of the money is on the Chiefs, and yet the line is staying somewhere between 10 and 10 and a half, which, again, confuses me even further. So it, it's problematic. I mean, the other one is, you know, Minnesota-Chicago. I think that's the one thing we do know about Minnesota and Mike Zimmer. He plays preseason games. He plays them all. There was no doubt Cousins was going to play in this game. He had to play. I mean, he's paying Cousins a lot of money, not to rest him, to play him. Then Justin Fields on the road in Minnesota. There'll be still crowd noise there. They'll still hear that damn horn going off and on. <laughs> Four and a half, that seems a little light to me. Summer at five. I think it's going to be fascinating today. At one o'clock my time, uh, ten o'clock, uh, eleven o'clock your uh, ten o'clock your time. When these lines for the contest come out, because they're going to have to project one way or the other based on playing. Yep, you nailed it. By my math, Michael, seven teams right now vying for three playoff berths. Okay, here's what you got. You've got the Chargers, the Colts, the 49ers, and Raiders. They're a win-you're-in situation. Now, the 49ers could also get in if the Saints were simply to lose. Right? The Saints, the Steelers, and the Ravens. They could get in, but they need some help. That's really what it comes down to. Seven for three. Right. Seven yeah, teams, I mean, three look, spots. And the Saints are playing Atlanta at the same time that, that San Francisco will be playing the Rams, so they won't know. But I have a sense. See, I think this weekend is about the head coach more than anything. Hmm. What head coach do you trust the most? What head coach do you trust to go through the game and play it exactly the way it needs to get played? And which one don't you trust? And I think that's how you have to look at it. Like, I think Tennessee will play this game as hard as they played any game all year. I don't think they'll back off against Houston. I do think that, you know, that, that, when you, that Seattle will play as hard as they possibly can play in the game. I think New Orleans will be with Sean Payton, who should get some Coach of the Year votes. He won't. He won't, but he should. With all the quarterbacking, I think they'll play 
especially considering Atlanta beat them in the last second of the game, the last time they played in New Orleans, I think they'll play as hard as they can play, and I think they'll play. They'll be well coached for the game. And to your point, Michael, the Titans need that bye. Okay, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, that extra week is huge for the Titans. So if they go no hard doubt. against the Texans, that, that is, that's one of the teams right now you can just look at the motivation. And one, I know you like Vrabel for Coach of the Year as well. But they need that rest, the Titans. They do. They really do. And I think it's right there in front of them. Yep. And the fact that Houston beat them earlier because they turned the ball over, Shoot. it gives Vrabel a huge week to kind of echo everything that he needs to tell his team. Look, we lost to this team. We just can't go show up and think we're going to win. We turned the ball over four times against them, and they beat us even though they didn't really do very much on offense against us. It's a, it's a, it's a really powerful cry you could have. And, you know, Houston has tried to play better. I mean, last week they got dominated by the 49ers front at least in the second half when the 49ers got control of that game after that fum interception fumble that wasn't a fumble which we're still waiting on that. I still don't understand that play, but that, that, I let that go. <laughs> it sounds like you got over it. The, uh, what, do you know the number in uh, Houston? I got it right in front of me. Text. It's 10. Yeah, it's 10. I got a couple of 10 and a halfs popping up. There is everything to play for for the Titans. I, I, and yeah, again, you I, can't I think just focus on hard. motivation, but you, you know, there's, they're going to play hard, Michael. Because also, you they, mentioned they the revenge spot hard. for them. Yeah, they will play hard. And I think their defense, as we saw last week, and what they did against Tua, you know, was, was pretty good. And, you know, it's funny. When you rewatch that game, and I did again this morning, you know, Tua at the beginning of the game was good. You know, he threw the ball. But once it started to rain, Patrick, then that ball starts slipping out of his hand, and he really couldn't control the throws. I mean, for all the things we talk about Tua, being able to play in bad weather, is going to, it looks like that's going to be one of his biggest challenge ever. I mean, forget getting, forget not throwing the ball down the field, just handling bad weather, I think is a huge issue for him. And there was also, I'm sure you saw it when you watched the replay, and God bless you for doing that. Nobody's, nobody's devoted to his craft more than my man sitting there grinding out a Miami and Tennessee game on a random Thursday. However, there were a couple, if he's rolling to his right or left, I can't remember which one, he short hops everything. Listen, yeah. the, I was a huge Tua guy coming out of college. I'm completely wrong. The arm strength isn't there. If you ever want to win with him, you're going to have to curtail everything specifically around him on that offense, and that limits you. Yep, no doubt. It really does. I mean, and, and Brian Flores knows that Brian Flores is too smart of a coach. You know, forget what, what, what the people who measure earthquake thinks. Brian Flores knows. I mean, he understands it. He sees it. He gets it. They're going to – this – you know, Tua is a little bit like – and you wanted to talk about Baker Mayfield. Tua is a chip in the Dolphins' arsenal for them to improve on the position. Do they trade him? Do they do something? To, right. I mean, I think he is, a, he is an asset – however you determine that asset. Now, some people have him as a top 12 player. Some people like me have him in the 20s. You know, what is the asset? What can you do with him? And can you actually win with? He certainly doesn't look like the fifth pick in a draft, especially when most people were saying Mac Jones didn't look like the third pick. I don't understand how Mac Jones didn't look like the third pick, but Tua looks like the fifth. I'm having trouble with my math over here. <laughs> here's, here's what I will tell you. So the Patriots at the Dolphins, the number is what? You got six? They're going to be scoreboard yeah, watching. Down. Yeah, that has that yeah. open seven. Now, the reason the 40, as you know, Michael, the Patriots, if the Jets, who we just saw last week, potentially pull off a miracle against the Bills, the Patriots can still win that division. Yeah, which they don't, I don't think that, you know, the, the, it's a 16-point favorite in Buffalo. Yeah. We have never seen Zach throw the ball in cold weather. I know it's cold in Provo, but, and he's got big hands. I think he can do it. 
But, you know, what kind of team will the Jets bring into Buffalo? But I will say this. The Jets are, you know, the Jets, that number, you know, the Jets have played better over the last few weeks. And that number, people are, people are actually betting the Jets in this game. They are. They're taking the points. Yeah, it's right. In pro- Let me just take a double. No, check. no, they're not taking the. I'm sorry. They, they have none. Of, nobody's taking the Jets. They Yet. got ticket count, but they don't have point. They don't have money. Yet the numbers coming down. That's fishy. Yet the numbers coming down. That's something to pay attention. A little to. fishy there, Patrick. Something's yes. fishy, Michael. So we got to talk about Baker. I, I we didn't get I, there. So I, here's my question. I want you to ponder this. Of the 31 outside of the Browns teams in the NFL, how many would be willing to trade for Baker Mayfield? Is he on the block? Michael Lombardi responds when we come back here. Lombardi line. It's V-SIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. for betting coverage is VEASAN. With our unique roster of betting experts, former players, odds makers, and front office veterans, we have every angle covered. We have experts on survivor picks, contest strategies, and prop markets. So whether you're new to sports betting or a seasoned veteran, VEASAN has the best analysis available. For the best NFL betting coverage, stay tuned to VEASAN and get more at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Make this football betting season your best ever with the VSIN experts. Get daily email updates, 24 7 video streaming, plus exclusive data on vsin.com. We deliver everything you need to succeed, whether you're playing contests, futures, or betting against the spread. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe and get our all access package for less than $22 a month. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we're just talking about BetMGM. Football season is here. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options. Of course, you go in-game with that. They've got a great interface at BetMGM. Also, uh, stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. If you bring your Nevada ID, you're ready to bet within minutes. It's got to be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're doing well on this Thursday as we head into week 18, Michael. And also, we've got Vinny stopping by in a couple of minutes. We'll get into the national championship game. Oh, did you see? (laughs) I was was laughing. Your boy Jimbo and his staff are going to do a Manning cast type broadcast for the 
national championship game on Monday where they'll essentially sit around and break down the game. And I was thinking maybe you oh, could yeah. pick up a couple of nuggets from Jimbo. I will have my notebook out. I will. I'll be listening to that. I, that'll be really revealing. I thought, you know, when they did that before, I thought David Cutcliffe was great doing yes. that. You know, I, I thought there were certain guys that had an ability like Madden to explain the game in simplest terms, not talking about fundamentals and toe pointments and stiff hips and knees and all that crap, you know, but really telling you about the game that you're watching and what's happening and the adjustments that are occurring during the game. I thought he was outstanding. You know, when he's not involved, and he has been involved nine of 13 years there at Alabama, but when he's not involved in the national championship game, the guy that I enjoyed watching was Nick Saban. Like somehow yeah, yeah. He, he made it presentable, made it digestible, but it was next level thinking if you see him as right. an analyst. He, 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 he took you into the game and, and showed you what, what's really happening and did it so you understood it. So, and that's the essence of really being a good game analysis because what you want to do is give the people that are listening to you something to talk about the next time they're at a bar. Right. And they can, you know, and they sound smarter than their friends. They want to take your information, which is wonderful, and move forward with it. And I think it's great. And, and Nick is very good. At, Nick has a very good ability to simply break down the game, you know, and, and do it in simplest terms. That's what makes you know, great coaches great is they take the complex and make it simple. Speaking of great coaches, Bill Belichick on your side here with Dan Reeves. I'm sure you saw the clip went viral. Yeah. Him talking about the, how prolific Reeves was as a player, a coach, an assistant coach. And you're writing about Reeves and why he should be in the Hall of Fame in your forthcoming book. So I wanted yeah, to mention yeah. that. Uh, well, I mean, like I wrote, like I tweeted today. I mean, look, there, there's been over 500 gentlemen over 500 gentlemen that have carried the title head NFL coach going back since the league's been in business. And only 2% of those gentlemen have attained 200 wins or more. So when you're in that elite class of 2%, you should automatically get a ticket to the Hall of Fame. And, you know, Marty Schottenheimer doesn't have it, neither does Dan Reeves, because we measure, for some, the success at the Super Bowl, but for some, George Allen, we don't. You know, so there's so many varying different, you know, uh, 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 criteria that I, you can't even there's no way you anybody could explain the criteria no one no one can no one could explain it you can't explain buddy parker you can't explain clark shaughnessy why they're not in it you can't explain why vermeil gets ahead of mike holmgren it gets ahead of george seifert gets ahead of mike shanahan it's just it's fast and i think the one thing that i would say you know we haven't talked the hub arkish hard commentary about Aaron Rodgers to me was a, a really a great blessing because it revealed the bias that goes in all these voting and it came out in the open. So the fans now know that there's a lot of this that goes in that writer's room. And I do have, for those that missed it, we've got some explosive uh, video and audio from your buddy Aaron Rodgers coming up in reaction to that. But I teased it. Let's do it. Couples counseling. Step into Michael Lombardi's office. Mm -hmm. Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield. <laughs> if if and this is Mary Kay Cabot, who's the number one reporter when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. She said if Mayfield doesn't get assurances that things will change next season as far as play calling, he may ask to be traded. Your reaction. <laughs> Well, That's the reaction. I mean, it, it didn't take long before he blamed somebody, you know, like it didn't take long for this guy who prides himself in being a team player, you know, that, you know, he got excuse of the shoulder. Now it's the was the play calling any different the year you went to the playoffs. Right. So, look, you can request to be traded like Ben Simmons has requested. What you get back is going to be something different, you know, and. 
if I were the Browns, I would quietly call his agent up and say, look, I think it might be a better idea to tell your, your, your player to shut up because he's going to hurt his value. Who wants to take a malcontent? No one who watches Baker Mayfield play, people that have a complete understanding of football. You know, the other night on the Manning cast, uh, Bill Cower said he's not a dropback passer. I've been saying that for four years, right? Everybody in the league knows make him beat you from the pocket. Everybody knows that. Now, maybe some of the, the Baker defenders don't think that, but that's the reality. That's, that is what he has failed to prove he could do. Every quarterback enters the league with a liability, some liability, whatever it may be, Josh Allen accuracy, Trey Lance accuracy. And once you prove you can overcome that, you become a good player. When you can't overcome that, when that becomes the way to defeat you, you can still win games, but there's always going to be a time where someone's going to make you play left-handed that you can't win. And now everybody's making Baker play left-handed, and that's the scary part. Is that simply size, or he's just threat election? Yeah. Not, it's just his size. Everything's going to get bad. You saw a bunch of balls get batted down against Pittsburgh the other night. I mean, he averaged two years ago, he averaged almost seven batted balls down a game. I mean, that th that people got their hands, not from defensive linemen, linebackers, secondary people. He was averaging seven a game. Mm. I mean, that's seven throws that the opponent touches. I, I think you could go probably four games where no one touches a Aaron Rodgers throw. No one. You know, and so he because, and if you rush him and get into the paint and force him to have to throw over the wall, it's hard for him, and he doesn't see. I've said this numerous times. When he played at Oklahoma, the, the thing he would say often to the players in the huddle that came back, the receivers, I didn't see you. I didn't see you. It's his height. He can't see. And Stefanski has done a wonderful job of moving him and trying to create with this offense. But there's only so much you can do once people say, okay, you want to do that? Here's what we're going to do. And, Michael, the Bengals are, are at the Browns, so the Bengals are sitting everyone, including Burrow. That number's jumped up to six. Uh, we'll get to the number in just a second. So back to Baker. And you even saw a concerted effort by Watt and the other uh, Steeler defenders. They were timing jumps against his pass attempts. So this is obviously something there's a book on Mayfield. I asked you before the break, teams that would be willing to trade for him, are you hearing any? I haven't heard any of that. You know, I mean – you're just taking Cleveland's problem and making it your own. It isn't like you're sitting there saying, look, this guy's just been mishandled, right? You know, he hasn't been in a good situation. He, you know, they don't you know. The guy who's running the offense for him is running the offense that is the only offense that you really can run with him. He's not a shotgun RPO quarterback, even though people think when you're little, you should be in shotgun. No, when you're little, you should be under center. So you could separate the defense and see and create some gaps. He, you know, it's the same problem with Tua. You know, Tua and Mayfield are both going to be out there available this offseason. I, I, I would be, I said on my podcast today, I, Tua will be traded. He, the, the, the Dolphins know what they have. They've watched him enough. And the Browns know what they have with Mayfield too. And they've tried to band-aid it by running the right scheme, but there's only so much you can do in that. You can't advance it. And so as betters in a betting network, we know going into a game with the right defensive coordinator against him, he'll have a hard time. Do we have official breaking news here, Michael? It's not a surprise, but the Buccaneers have officially released Antonio Brown. I don't know what that means. Uh, they were holding on to him, I think, because of the legalese. 
involved. Um, but they've officially, I just wanted to get that in there. May well, now that he's officially released, right, he is, he is now subjected to the waiver wire. So he will appear today on the waiver wire. Today is Thursday. And then Friday at 4 o'clock, he will then clear the wire or somebody will assume his contract, whomever that could be. Could Jerry Jones do this? Maybe. He could get away with it. Could Andy Reid do it? Perhaps. He could get away with it. You know, Andy Reid could say, well, I'm going to bring him in here and take care of him. You know, you have to have clout and sponsorship to be able to do this. Those two come to mind as I, as I read about all these people that are interested. Those would be the only two that have that kind of clout and, and cachet to win this. And then at 4 o'clock, if no one claims him, then he's then entitled to sign with somebody else. However, he will still be paid by the Bucks that last game check because he's a vested veteran and was on the roster the first day of the league year. So you're telling me you're hearing there are teams potentially looking to add Brown. I, I am not hearing that. I'm reading that. Got it. I read that on Twitter. Okay, I read that all over. That there's some people. I read a general manager commented. Now I've heard off of the other side that nobody's going to do it. But knowing the league like I do, it takes tremendous sponsorship. It takes an owner to be able to do this. That's right. Someone who doesn't really care, you know, someone who's not really willing to, you know, you know, it's like, look. Lamar Hunt did it when they took Tyreek Hill. No one was going to take Tyreek Hill based on his circumstances in college. The Chiefs did it. You know, Joe Mixon at the Bengals. Nobody really was going to take Joe Mixon. Mike Brown did. You know, there's certain but, – but that it takes an owner that's willing to do that, not just some personnel guy sitting in his office. And then it comes back to where we started the show with him releasing the – banking information for Brady's trainer and all like why would you sabotage yourself and then it gets to your point he's not healthy right now so he's just not there's no rhyme or reason to this type no. of action speaking of malcontents Vinny Maliulo you knew that was coming come on <laughs> Vinny Maliulo joins us next here on the Lombardi line we'll talk about Benny week 18 in the national championship game next to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, VSEN has a great new offer to help you make this year 2022 the best betting year. Of course, our all new big game big dance special. So we combine college hoops of course and football provides VSEN's all access to everything we do now through April 5th for only 69 bucks. You can sign up now and get our daily best bet email sent to your inbox every day. 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, which is invaluable. Plus, full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting times of the year. vcin.com slash big deal. 69 bucks. vcin.com slash big deal. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. Vinny Maliulo, I'm going to introduce him as we welcome you back. It looks like Fields is on the COVID list. So Chicago at Minnesota, Michael, which is Minnesota lane five, five and a half, has been taken off the board here. I'll have Vinny explain exactly how that happens. But again, Fields, COVID, Michael. Yeah, well, now we get Mike, Matt Nagy to have white smoke to announce yes. who his next quarterback is <laughs> going to be. That's always, that's always interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, look, he can't play, right? So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That falls outside the five-day range. So it's going to have to be either the Foles or, uh, or um, Dalton. But we know Fields is vaccinated, but once again, it's still five days. That's right. 
Walk us, hi Vinny Maliulo from behind the book here at the South. What's Point. up, boys? Walk us through, hi Vinny, step by step how this goes down behind the book. You hear about, you get, a, yeah. you get a, a message that fields is out, and you rip it off the board. Yeah, well, you just again, you know, as we've talked about for the last uh, few weeks, right? You can't be averse to just saying, "Wait a second, what's going on here?" Uh, hold up on the game and take it off the board just to uh, to a verify the report first of all. And then uh, B, to see who else could be impacted by it, what other, whether it's quarterbacks, other players, and, and things like that. And I think the, you know, the teams have gone through, uh, through efforts and procedures to try to you know, not have too much interaction or where you know, um, you know, virus is, uh, is spreading and things like that. But again, you've got a game like this uh, that has no playoff implications, but what does it have? You know, people are fighting for jobs and, and, and you know, the future and things like that. Uh, so we were up actually um, up to four. We was getting ready to go through four. Uh, we opened the game uh, at two and a half, and it sat there for a couple of days. But without uh, without Fields, again, who is it going to be? Is it Foles? Is it Dalton? Uh, or is it uh, uh, you know somebody else? Uh, we just don't know. So time out. I, I like literally the Vikings. I like the Vikings, Vinny, more in this game when it was Fields mm-hmm. because I thought that Zimmer's third down blitz zone stuff would really gr- create some problems, especially with the kid having played very much and seeing it and doing all that. But now with Foles or Dalton, I mean, they kind of have seen it. They play their experience. It's a little bit of a different game. Do you refund the tickets if, or, or do you make the, t- the tickets are no longer good? Is it now a restart? No, it's a that's a good action, question. Baby. It's a it's action. So as long as the game is played on Sunday, Michael here at South Point. Again, you you bring up an important point because again you want to pay attention to uh, to the house rules right. where where you you made your wager. So speaking from the South Point perspective, if you have a wager on this game and you got the Vikings at two and a half or three or four, okay, that bet stands. Or, or you had the Bears. That bet stands. Uh, as long as the game is played on Sunday, if it gets moved from Sunday, then it will be a refund. Uh, that's that's how we handle it here. Hey, do you are you seeing something with Philly, Michael? Because are you are you noticing that number dropping Dallas Philly on Saturday? Look, it's on a five a five and a half. Wasn't it seven this morning? Are we seeing something? Mm-hmm. Is there some news? Well, I think Philly's. Philly? You know, Philly has a bunch of COVID running through the team. They do absolutely. Yeah. You know, so as this number drops, we could see more. We could see more and more of that. You know, of happening. I mean, I don't know if what it is, and I mean, the Eagles can't really improve their position dramatically, right? They're either going to be the seventh seed and go potentially to Los Angeles, or the sixth seed and go to, you know, maybe back to Dallas or to Tampa. I mean, I don't think they can improve. So I think that the health of their team would probably be the most important for me. Yeah. I think we just went to five and a half. When I walked over uh, from behind the counter, we were at six. And again, this game opened seven, as you mentioned, Patrick. So again, quicker line movement. Um, You wonder now, uh, to Michael's point, yeah, the Eagles can improve their playoff position. A lot of players were going to be rested. But is there a situation now with the Cowboys uh, in terms of uh, uh, additional, whether it's injuries or, or COVID issues as well? So. Uh, certainly bears watching, and uh, if it comes down any more, then I'm, I'm sure that uh, we'll have to just say hold up and, and verify some things with this game as well. Well, the Cowboys, so the Eagles already clinched a playoff berth. We know that. And the Cowboys clinched the division, Michael. Mm-hmm. But they probably can't move up from that four seed uh, after Sunday's loss. 
So I guess the three seed would be in play for Dallas, but that's a nominal effect. So it, listen, we got screwed. It's part of my language with the late game on Saturday because this is pretty much meaningless for both teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I mean, they had to put something in the window. You know, I mean, they had to put a game in that window. So we had to see what was happening. And, and you know, it's it, it, it. I don't know if they'll play it out. I mean, I don't know what Philly gains from doing it. I really don't, yeah. especially if they have certain guys that have pains and aches that they got to get through. You know, look, Philly struggled to beat Washington. You go back and watch that tape last week. I mean, you know, Heineke's throwing the ball from the 20-yard line with 35 seconds left to go in the game into the end zone. It was two the two players got their feet caught up and one fell down and, and the ball got intercepted. But that was a lot closer game than, you know, than you would think of a team who's out of the playoffs and a team who's rising high going into the playoffs. You know what's interesting too, guys, is 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 you look at this and you see the you know the header you know week 18 right unprecedented so 17 everybody getting getting to play 17 games, and you have all this uncertainty and we we've been asked uh, on our side do, do you do you just you know you hate booking this week the answer is no, and the reason is this well don't forget this this is what we have instead of a week four of the preseason thank you. Right, so so listen. The, the the fact that we've got an extra game, and some of these games are going to mean something, uh, but again, you adjust as a better, you adjust as a bookmaker. Uh, you know, from our side, uh, the adjustments are uh, certainly quicker line movement, and 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 again, you're you're holding up in cer- at certain times, given the COVID situation, especially where you just have to say, hey, wait a minute, let's uh, let's take a little bit longer. Look, are you losing any handle by doing that? No. Why? Because the ninety percent of the handle is going to come in on on game day anyway. So, and then you'll have a better idea as to who's going to play. So, um, you know what, again, let's, let's go back and the season has, you know, just blasted right before us. It's gone very quickly. It wasn't so long ago we were talking about, Hey, how do you like, you know, having an extra game on the regular season compared to, you know, week four of the preseason. There's no, not even, not even close. It's not even a, a discussion. The Lombardi line is not, very not. much pro. Don't complain about more football. Let's no. be, let's no. be. No, I mean, why would you? Yeah. Like, why would you complain? I mean, look, and, and from a player standpoint, I've said this all along, and I'm going to continue. It's about how many plays you play during the year. You know, Derrick Henry just played a 17-game season. He's played. He's going to play way less play count than ever because of his injury. And and we're seeing a lot of guys miss games because COVID. Look to me, if I were the GM of a team with the head coach, we got to play guys X amount of plays, and that's it. And we're going to work work our substitutions through it. And injuries are going to happen. We're not going to force guys back. Because I think one of the misnomers about the National Football League is teams are forcing players to play hurt, when in reality, it's the opposite. I don't want a guy who's hurt because he's going to break down. He's not going to be as effective. We're better off with the backup. Yeah. The Buccaneers just officially released a statement. They have officially released Antonio Brown. Uh, Vinny, do you knock them? And this is where you'll start to get betters come in and start taking a shot at the futures market on Super Bowl winners. You know, I, I wonder if uh, you, you knock as a bookmaker the Bucks without Antonio Brown. No, I mean, uh, I think what's, what's happened is, is, I mean, from a football perspective, is he, is he a, a talented receiver? Yeah, sure. Um, but I think it became apparent that it was, he was a distraction to the team. So uh, the, does, this, does this news impact, A, the number on the game? And the answer is no. Uh, it opened eight, and that's where it sits. Um, does it impact their their future price? They were low anyway. They were short anyway, anywhere from 
you know, five to, uh, you know, probably seven to one. Uh, but, you know, they, they got play early. The future book we're in good shape with. Actually, the team that has the most exposure for us is, and I don't think this will surprise a lot of people when, when you think about it, uh, it's the Raiders. The Raiders got a lot of support here, region, re, you know, some uh, regional bias. And uh, the Raiders uh, uh, got, got a lot of support. Uh, by their local fans because, well, you know what, they're not out of it mathematically, and if they can make a run, so hey, good for, good for the, the folks that have some tickets on the Raiders. But um, the Antonio Brown news has not impacted uh, the uh, uh, the play on the, uh, the, page, on the uh, Buccaneers, whether it's this week's game, whether minus eight against the Panthers, or on the future market. You know, why, why the futures market, Michael, can be – sometimes a little enticing and scare you is for example the Rams the Rams before the season started I think they're right around 10 to 1 at most books they're now 9 to 1 Mm -hmm. so why not wait and make sure you don't have a Stafford loss or a major loss and you can still get the same number as we had into the postseason you see what I'm saying it's 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 just it's enticing to get involved before the season started because you have that juice but you can get a good number right now and you know yeah. kind of where the team, the team stands. I mean, the Rams are 9-1. to one. Yeah, I would have thought the number would have gone the other way. I, I don't think they're playing very well. Right. That they've improved from the 10-1. to one. So, Vinny asked me thoughts on Monday. When we come back, we'll get Michael's thoughts. And, you know, that number went to three quickly yeah. with Georgia and hasn't budged. We'll come back and discuss the national championship game next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer for the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you're going to win 200 bucks paid for in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. So you bet bet on a game tonight in the NBA regardless of the outcome, somebody hits a three, you win $200. You got to use the bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200. Plus, you'll earn M Life rewards that can be redeemed for rooms and dining at any MGM resort. BetMGM, proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Again, it's VEASAN 200, 200 bucks, $10 investment for new bettors. BetMGM.com. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. Vinny Maliulo from behind the book here at the South Point. We were talking futures because I mentioned the Rams, you know, went off at 10 to 1. They're now sitting 9 to 1 Super Bowl futures. 
you mentioned you had the Rams January-ish 25 to 1 right. bin. Then they added Stafford, and mm -hmm. you ended up dropping them 10 to 1. But you, you also right. wanted to talk about futures markets. Well, yeah. When, when first of all, you, you want to shop your prices, right? Just like everything else, you want to you want to see what's available. Like we have, we have the Rams lower because again we got some play early on them, um, but also given their position and things like that. So I see. Uh, on our screen here uh, at Veasan, uh, the folks over at, at BetMGM, they've got them at uh, what is it, uh, nine, nine to one. one. We're at six, but there's a couple of ways to approach the futures. If you think a team is going to, uh, if their playoff position is going to change, let's say the let's look at a wild card team. Look at the Colts, right? And I see twenty to one there. Uh, we've got the Colts uh, at fifteen because they did get played. Uh, when they went on this run about a month or so ago, right? So if you can do one of two things, if you want to play them now or wait till the the playoff format comes out to see exactly where they're playing. But if it's the Colts, the other thing you could do is roll them over on the money line. It's going to be four games. But here's what happens oftentimes with that, particularly with an underdog, because they're going to be on the road, right, they're, they're, as a wild card team. You're going to get a plus price. If you roll them over for four games, which includes the Super Bowl on the money line, you're you. At one point, you're going to go. Wait a minute, uh, I've already got <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah, Are you really going to say keep, that you're going to keep it yeah, going for yeah. four games? Uh, you're going to have the discipline to do it. You. The pre, you know, you're going to make more typically if you're betting on the money line and rolling it over than you would on some of the uh, a lot of the future prices. Right, so something to think great. about. That's a great point. Let's just throw them up and just have some fun. Michael, you take a look if you see your monitor. Those are the numbers at BetMGM. And Vinny, I want you to take your cap or you you know your bookmaker cap off. Do you do you see a number? I'll start with you, Vin. Do you see see a number there that jumps out at you? A team you like at BetMGM? Uh for fun i think i think you could roll over the the titans i think the titans are dangerous 12 to at 1. 12 but i think you know you're, you're probably going to be able to do better rolling them over in fact um buccaneers <clears throat> buccaneers are shorter uh too so it's 7 to 1 if you want to look at them but again i, I don't think you, you you think they're going to go you know back to back years um no, I, I don't. I don't really see. I don't really see a whole lot there. Even on some of the long shots, even the Raiders at 150. I mean, they've got to win this week if you're gonna <laughs> like the Raiders this week. Bet them as a dog at home. <laughs> Michael, you see one there. That that's a good. You point. know, you know what I see, Vinny. I see in this in this playoff um, season. I, I I don't see a dominant team. I see yeah. any team can. I, I've said this oftentimes. It, it isn't about. It, it, you know, it isn't who you play. It's really how you play and when you play. Mm -hmm. And I think this team, this season is so symbolic of that. And in single elimination tournaments, you don't have to play, be the best team. You just have to play your best that day. And I, I think this is even. I, could, I would not argue with anybody who took the Colts at 18 to 1 or, or 20 to 1 or took the Bengals. I, I really couldn't say that's a St. Jude's pick because I think this is so close. I yeah. really do. I, I just don't see, you know, New England, I, I could see them getting eliminated in the first round. I could see them winning two games. I could see Buffalo going into Kansas City and winning again. I could see Buffalo losing at home. I just think it's really, this is truly what the NFL wanted. I mean, let's just take the Saints, for example. Here they're sitting at 100-1. to 1. They're not even in it, right? Mm -hmm. But if they went out to Los Angeles and played the two-seed, the Rams, let's just take this down the road. They shut out the Bucks on the road at home in, in, in Tampa. Their defense will play as good as anybody. 
and they can run the ball a little bit. They're not, not going to be pretty. Can they do it three games in a row? I doubt it. But they could be a formidable opponent from a seven seed to a two seed, which we would think that would be no big deal, right? Like, you know, that would be no big deal. And, and as you know, Vinny, in this sport, just because you're the underdog doesn't mean you can win. Do You can't win. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, so if, if you look at this list, too, you know the Eagles are in. And you know the Eagles can run the ball. I mean, with, you know, at 60 to 1, 66 to 1, the, the, the thing about that is you've got a playoff team. You've got them at, at, at you know, long odds. You probably, you know, some folks got them even longer. You know, recently they were up to 100 to 1 before they clinched. Um, you know, you got some room to maneuver there with whether it's, you know, pre-flop in, in a game or uh, even uh, on, on the end game as well. So um, the other part of it is do you have a position going into, into, these, into this week or, or going into the playoffs? I mean, some people have tickets on. Some people do have the Rams. So let's look at the Rams, right? Pre-Stafford at 25-1, to 1, you know, uh, when, when we opened them uh, last January 28th. So the other thing you, you want to measure is, you know, taking account as a better, where do you sit, uh, you know, going into it? Do you have any tickets? And if you don't, then you're starting from scratch, obviously. Whoever was holding that Jared Goff Rams twenty-five to one ticket, has got some uh, chutzpah. I think is the word. Twenty-five. And again, you're you, what you're talking about rolling over the money line is uh, it's just human nature. Committing to that bit yeah. is tough, right? Yeah. So this this commits exactly. you to the bit prior to the postseason starting. You know, you get you get one of those dogs, and after two games, you're sitting there going, uh, "Well, well, I got a nice little." <laughs> return already Dallas just moved to four and a half is something going on here because um again seven this morning it's now I don't know where you are at the south point but Dallas Philly on Saturday has now moved to four and a half at a couple of books so we continue to see I don't know if they're Matt and see if there's some positive news Philly wise in COVID because as Michael mentioned they've been ravaged with COVID yeah but I mean it would go the other way right I mean I think it you wonder if there's anything in Dallas you want to look at Dallas to see if there's anything yeah I think we're going to hold up on that game uh, and looking at uh, at the numbers right now. Have you taken it off the board? Yeah, uh-huh. Right now it's... Uh, Scaredy cat. How about... All right, Maher, put the cash up right now. What do you <laughs> well, want? You here? always say that, but, but you did just take it off the board. <laughs> so I'm just saying. All right, so quick, I want to... we got three minutes, so I want to make sure Go we ahead. do this. Georgia, Alabama. Michael, yeah. I'll start with you. Georgia went immediately to three, kind of been camping out at three. I mean, the juice at most books coming back to two and a half, but it's still sitting three, Michael. You know, for me, this is, uh, I was, as you know, Patrick, I was on Alabama in the six, was it six and a half, six, Vinny, the last time? SEC championship yeah. game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so there I thought. There were some sevens you know, out there, that, actually, I think, yeah. yeah there were, there were right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. so I, I was all over Alabama. This one I'm a little reluctant to go towards the Alabama side because I think once you declare how you're going to attack, it's harder to then redeclare again, and Georgia's prep for it. I think Georgia – I was a Michigan guy. Georgia proved me wrong. They dominated that Michigan game. Uh, and I just think Alabama didn't play as well. I'm, I'm leading towards laying the – I like the under three if I could get that two and a half, but it seems like threes are all over the board here. But I, I'm in favor of Georgia in this one only because I, I'm not a believer in Stetson Bennett. I just think they'll be more prepared defensively to handle the, the Alabama offense. So on our side of the counter, too, there's an element of anticipation, too. So the obvious question, uh, the first question we got asked is, how could you make Georgia the favorite? Because they, they just, you know, Alabama just beat them recently, right? And uh, there's, there's a few elements here to, to that, right? And we did open two and a half here at South Point. It's up to three, and that's where it stood. 
uh, went to three uh, right, relatively quickly, as, as you mentioned, Patrick. But the anticipation is this. First of all, uh, what was fresh in people's minds, and it was the Georgia game against really a, a better team, right? Michigan was a higher-rated team than Cincinnati, with all respect to Cincinnati, coming out of the Big Ten. And so Georgia beat a stronger opponent in terms of power rating and, 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 and conference uh, uh, rating as well. There's that. And then the other part is do you really, it was fresh in everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. Do you really believe that, you know, uh, uh, that Georgia is going to beat them twice, you know, in a very short period of time in the same season? So uh, that's what the betters are saying right now. No, uh, it's, it's going to be a, a, a terrifically bet game, and there will be a lot of props. You'll see Alabama money come in on the money line here for sure. Uh, probably the, the scenario that books are going to need very early because every game on Saturday and Sunday from the NFL is going to be tied to this game. <laughs> So this will be the Monday night game that always, you know, there's no NFL Monday night game. Yeah. But this will be the Monday night game that uh, that has everything tied to it. And uh, probably going to see uh, best scenario for the house is going to be uh, Georgia, per, you know, keep it in, in a close game. Uh, but Alabama will, will get a lot of money line play in this one. You think it closes three? It could. Again, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't move the money on three. We don't move the money on three. It's always about the wording. It could. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Vinny. Thanks, Vinny. Appreciate it. Good to be you. with you guys. Right, Happy buddy. New Year. Vinny Malley, Vison Vinny on Twitter. We come back. We've got that audio and, and video from Aaron Rodgers next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.